In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Corinitus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to that house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today is the town of David. A saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to all whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured, treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Morning, everybody. Merry Christmas to you. And we've talked already about presents this morning and seen who's been opening them. We've talked about Christmas jumpers. Uh, Let's move on to Christmas food for a moment, shall we? I wonder if you've got a favourite food that you like eating to celebrate Christmas. Uh, maybe for you it's turkey. Anyone for turkey? Top of the... Maybe it's Brussels sprouts. Anyone? <laughs> a surprising number of hands. Mince pies, perhaps? Or Christmas pudding? Yes. yes. Something else, maybe? Thought them. Okay, we know what the DeVast family likes for Christmas. Uh, well, it's funny you should say that. Was anyone going to say cake? There was someone here at the front who likes Christmas cake. Or maybe if you're a bit cultured, maybe a panettone or something like that these days. I see, yes. Yeah, well, this is Thurnby and Bushby after all, isn't it? Uh, but it is absolutely appropriate, isn't it, to have some cake on Christmas Day if we can manage it, because what we're doing at Christmas, of course, is celebrating a birthday. Perhaps we could have the, the first slide on the screen. Thank you, Andy. Uh, we are celebrating someone's birthday, and the cake reminds us 
that Christmas, whether you've got a Yule log or whether you've got a fruitcake or whether you've got uh, a posh Italian panettone, that we are celebrating the birth of Jesus. Now, I know there are lots of celebrations going on this morning. Some will have taken place on the ends of people's beds at unearthly hours, as we've already heard. Uh, More will be taking place around the dinner table and around the Christmas tree. But the real celebration happens as we meet together to bow our knees like the shepherds before this baby who has been born. So as part of the celebration, just for a moment, we've heard the story, thank you, Margaret. I'd like to think for just a moment about the identity of this baby in the manger. I could do with some volunteers to help me hold things at the front. Are there some people who would help? Uh, One, is that a volunteer over there? Two, it'd be great. Three, thank you very much. And uh, well, well, right at the back, yes, come on, well done. Up up you come, up you come. And uh, let's see how we're doing. I've got two. I can see one more coming. I've got, I've got, excellent. There you go. Can you hold that one for me? Can you hold up the letter so everyone can see it? Brilliant. There you go. Turn around, hold up your letter. You can probably guess what it's going to spell already. Hold it up nice and high there. There you go. That one's yours. Turn around. Hold it up so everyone can see it. It's not going to be carrots. Here you go. And you need to come next to your sister. Right there. And now, we don't see the pictures just yet. It says cake, because this morning we are thinking about cake. We are looking forward to the cake already. Now, you may get tired arms if you hold it quite that high for the, for the next couple of minutes, but if you can do that, that's fantastic. Let's see. Go to the next slide, Andy. I don't think my clicker's going to work from here. It's too far away. Thank you very much. Now, the first, uh, first uh, letter I'd like us to think about, we're going to start at this end here, and we've got a letter E. And if you'd like to turn that round for us so we can all see the picture on the back. What can you see on the back that begins with E? I was dreading somebody saying world. It is earth. Of course it is. The the E is to remind us that God himself came to earth at Christmas to be born in Bethlehem. Um, Some people don't believe in God, of course, but lots of people do. But many people who do believe in God think of him as someone very far away. Uh, Someone not close to us, someone who is maybe watching us but is not really here to help us. But Christmas reminds us that God is much closer than that, doesn't it? Uh, As the carol says, he came down to earth from heaven who is God and Lord of all. God came to earth because he loves the world enough to send his only son to be our saviour. I know, I should have printed them on card really, shouldn't I? But there you go. Uh, The E, I guess, could also stand for Emmanuel, one of the names given to Jesus, which, as you may know, means God is with us. So there are many celebrations at Christmas, and it's great to be able to enjoy them. Uh, But first of all, we need to remember the good news of the God who came to be with us from far away. Brilliant. Next slide, please. Would you like to turn yours around so we can see the picture? Uh, We've got a picture of a crown. Uh, Because K stands for? Very sharp this morning. You may have been up early, but you're you're on the ball, which is good to see. Uh, Some people, as I said, think that God isn't real. Or if he is real, they assume he must be a little bit useless because of all the bad things that happen in the world. Christmas reminds us that God is not like that at all. Jesus was born tiny, like Levi over there at the back just a week or so ago. Jesus was born as a baby, 
a baby human being, weak and helpless, uh, needing taking care of. He didn't look important. He was very vulnerable. He did that deliberately. As he said later on, he came not to be served, but to serve. Because that baby lying there in the manger was born to be king of the world. But his route to becoming a king was not to lord it over people. It was to be the one who took the hit for everybody else. In the words of the carol, to you in David's town this day is born of David's line a saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be the sign. Easy to forget, isn't it, that Christ means king. It's not Jesus' surname. It means he is God's chosen king to rule the world. The one Isaiah spoke of when he said, like in the video at the beginning of the service, of the greatness of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Jesus is the king who comes into the world which people have damaged in many ways. He is the king who brings us hope, whether we acknowledge him or not. All right, number three. Can we have the third picture, please? What does A stand for, do you reckon? It's like not angel, they're not angels? No. Stands for all. All people is what my A stands for. Clue on the screen. Um, some people think it's fine to, to come to church and believe that God is your king, if that is your kind of thing, but it's just a personal decision. Some people want to do that, and others don't want to do that. Christmas reminds us that Jesus is the Lord of all the earth, of all people, uh, whether we accept it or not. Just as the laws of the UK apply to us, whether we accept it or not, if I break into your house and steal your Christmas presents, and I'm arrested, I can't say, well, I don't believe in those laws against burglary. There they are. And in the same way, uh, some people don't acknowledge Jesus as king, but that is what he is. As the carol says, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Jesus came on a rescue mission for the whole world to give hope to every man, woman, and child. And that brings us finally to our seat. Can we have our last picture, please? Turn it round. Turn it round. Well done. You could have guessed this one was coming. It's right there at the center, isn't it? We've got a cross. Uh, some people quite like celebrating Christmas, but are perhaps not quite so keen on celebrating Easter. Uh, Christmas, I guess, they think is quite cute. It's got animals and a, and a baby in a manger, uh, and it's something we can all gather around. Easter is not quite so cute and cuddly when we stop to think about it. But Christmas won't allow us to separate the two quite like that. Because if the angel told the shepherds about the baby who would be a savior when he became king, then it is Easter which helps us to understand how he became that rescuer for the world. Because right from the moment he was born, Jesus was on a mission and he was heading for the cross. Which is why even on Christmas Day, quite rightly, our service centers around bread and wine, sharing the Lord's Supper as we remember all he has done for us. The cross reminds us that Jesus came to open the way to our Father who loves us so much. Can, I, can you give my volunteers a round of applause, please? And if you'd like a chocolate before you go, you can drop those on the floor. Let's open these up. I think you deserve a reward. There you go. Oh, choices. Go, 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 go. One, two, three, 
Tremendous. If you haven't volunteered and you haven't got a chocolate yet, they are coming. Would you like one now? Because you did come to volunteer, didn't you? But they will be coming at the end for everybody in church. Fear not. Brilliant. There you go. I think I might have one, actually. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to finish just now, if I may, with the last slide. Thank you very much, Andy. Uh, some of you are probably familiar with, with that great Christmas story, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Has anybody read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Has, uh, has anybody seen the film? If you haven't read the book, I imagine there might be a few of those. And uh, in the last of the Narnia books, the last battle, uh, the heroes who are still loyal to the king of Narnia find themselves in what seems to be a bit of a losing battle. Some of you will know that story. And eventually they are forced back in the battle until they get to the top of a hill. And at the top of the hill is a stable and they are battled back into that stable. This is what it says near the end of the last battle. Tyrion looked round again, and he could hardly believe his eyes. There was the blue sky overhead and the grassy country all around, spreading as far as he could see in every direction, and his new friends all around him laughing. It seems then, said Tyrion, smiling to himself, that the stable seen from within and the stable seen from without are two different places. Yes, said the Lord Diggory, its inside is bigger than its outside. Yes, said Queen Lucy, and in our world too, a stable once had something inside it that was bigger than the whole world. And I want to say Lucy was right, wasn't she? That stable in our world that she was talking about is the stable in Bethlehem, and it contained Almighty God Himself, the maker of everything there is, who somehow stepped into the world He made to become a tiny baby, to come to earth to rescue us. As the carol says, O come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, as we Meet here in your name as your people this Christmas day. We thank you for your goodness towards us in sending your son to be born as a baby. Thank you for that Christmas story and for the good news that it contains, that in a world which is broken in so many ways, we can find hope and life in the love that you have poured out upon us. And so as we meet here this morning, Lord, young and old, celebrating together. We pray for all our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world who will be worshipping you today. We pray especially for those who are persecuted for their faith. We lift to you all those people in your world who are sad for one reason or another, whether because of wars or poverty. Maybe people known to us who are facing illness or grief in this time. And Father, for all those who are in need, we pray they too would know the hope and the joy of worshipping you as King. And as we head out to celebrate later on today, we pray that as we continue through the rest of this year and into 2023, you would turn our minds towards Jesus Christ, your Son, the one who came to be our rescuer and our saviour. In his name we pray. Amen.